Just waiting. Are we live? We are live. What's up, everybody? Uh, Dr. Ray Pastor here. And today we are going to talk about social media and free speech. Um, there's a few things, a few areas around this issue I want to talk about. So let's talk about, so first of all, let me tell you a little bit about my, my background and thoughts on internet and security and freedom and all that good stuff. So the first thing I want to say is that I'm a huge, huge, huge proponent of freedom on the internet, of um, people being able to remain secure uh, preserve their information and all that good stuff. For example, I recommend people use email proton mail because you can actually get it. So it's not going to attract you. You can create anonymous email. I love anonymous things online. I think it's great. It's almost like this great big social experiment. Um, I tell people how to secure their website, how to keep their ISP from tracking you, you know, using VPN and various layers of, of browser security to keep sites from knowing what you're doing and stuff like that. So I'm a huge proponent of internet security. Um, now let's talk about the whole, you know, there's this social media thing and and today's the uh, trial of Wall Street Bets and Red. Well, not trial, but the, the SEC's interviewing the Wall Street Bets people and some of like Robin Hood and stuff because of things that were commented on on Wall Street Bets. And let's talk about like the law, freedom of speech, social media, and some of the issues around that area and things that have been happening. And I'll give you my thoughts on all of it. Um, first of all, I should tell you. Uh, Oh yeah, it's freezing in my house, so I got my winter hat on. But uh, I and I didn't brush my hair, so that's the other reason. <laughs> so first of all, I should tell you I'm not a lawyer. Um, as you know, if you watch my channel, I'm not a lawyer. So everything that I'm saying here is just my opinion. I don't know what the law is going to do or legal legally what can be done or what should be done. I'm just telling you my opinion is is someone who's involved in tech, loves security, loves privacy, but also follows this issue. Um, so let's start out with just a basic understanding of the First Amendment. So the First Amendment says we have the freedom of speech, right? Now, what that First Amendment means is that the government cannot prosecute you for, I can run out and I can say whatever I want, right? And the government's not, you know, unless I say some bad, there's certain things you could probably say that, the government's the FBI might be knocking on your door, but like I can go out and say stuff. I can say like, you know, I can say I disagree with something or I agree with something and I'm not going to get like charged with a crime for that. That's basically what the freedom of speech amendment does. Um, however, freedom of speech doesn't protect every kind of speech, right? Because you can't like say things about the president, certain things that you were going to, you couldn't say like you were going to do something violent to someone. Because then all of a sudden, you're you're while you have free speech to say that, you're also breaking the laws. You can't threaten people. Um, you can't, you know, say certain things against people that might may or may not be true out in public and like ruin and tarnish their reputation and stuff like that. So, you know, there are these things we understand that we can't do. You can't yell fire in a movie theater, that kind of stuff, right? Um, okay, so let's talk about the whole social media thing. So, and I want to give a few examples. So first of all, I've talked about this before, but I'm going to tell you the story where I was censored on social media. So let me talk about that, my censorship story. And this actually isn't the first censorship story. I've actually been censored several times. My wife's company was censored. I could tell you about that too. Um, so 
censorship on social media. So um, I was sending a, I was on Twitter, actually. This is a Twitter censor. I've been censored on Twitter and Facebook. So let's talk about my Twitter experience. So my Twitter experience was, um, I was, I found this great article about uh, kids at a camp learning to program, like do computer programming. And I used the hashtag learn to code. Because that you know that's something I'm a big proponent of that kids in K to 12 education one of the skill sets that they should have. Hey, someone said hi. Um, one of the skill sets that kids in K to 12 education should be learning to code, right? I think that's like kind of cool. So what happened to me on Twitter is I posted this article about it was like about seven and eight year olds at a kids camp, and they were learning to pr program. They were learning computer programming. My hashtag was learn to code. I was like, this is awesome, right? Like, this is great for these little kids. Like, this is such a great thing. I'm going to share this article with my colleagues. You know, I'm a, I'm a professor of technology. That's literally, this is my field. Like, this is great. I love this. So I get a message from Twitter about 15 minutes after I post my thing saying that my account has been banned for a week. That my, my account shut down. I can still see my tweets. Um, but my account is actually not going to be, I'm not allowed to use it for a week. Um, and I was like, what in the heck happened? Like, was I hacked? Did something happen? Like what could have possibly happened to my account? And then they said that, you know, your tweet was flagged and I, I could see, like, I can't remember exactly what it was, but there was like a red square. Some for, there was some kind of indicator on my tweet saying this was the tweet that was flagged. And I was like, what the heck did like the source from my article was it bad because i've accidentally posted like you know when you're just finding like url sometimes like maybe i liked the article itself but the source was like not something you should be posting so i've done that before by accident and like but that that wasn't the case here it was like you know the article was from like bloomberg.com or whatever i mean i don't just i don't remember the site but it was like a very popular normal news site so not a big deal um <clears throat> i started searching online and apparently what had happened is this, I guess this journalist, I don't know the whole story here, what happened, but apparently some journalist lost their job and this alt-right group was stalking them and saying, who cares about your job? Like you did something bad. Why don't you go learn to like program, go learn to code because like a reporter isn't a job or something. It was something along those lines. I, 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 it was, it was some kind of case like that, regardless of what it was about. They were using the hashtag learn to code. So Twitter banned the hashtag learn to code. And so me, and when I posted on LinkedIn, a few other computer science professors all got banned on Twitter for talking about our jobs. <laughs> so, you know, in some ways it was, it was not, it was kind of funny for the reason I got banned. Not funny that this was really like a thing that some alt-right group was doing to people. That, that's not funny at all. Um, but it was, so the weird parts about this situation was there was nothing I could do to unban myself. Like I couldn't, there was no human I could contact at Twitter to like say, hey, you guys made a mistake, obviously, kind of thing. Um, you know, so that was a big problem. There was nothing I could physically do. My account was just blanketly shut down by AI. So it was bad AI shut down my account. So big problem right there, right? Like that, that's not cool. 
Um, I got another situation with my wife's company. We were shut down. Her account was shut down for years because she was trying to advertise um, a product that had uh, CBD oil in it. And CBD oil wasn't listed as something that's banned on Facebook. Um, but Facebook apparently had some secret ban on, on CBD oil. And so if you tried to advertise it, they didn't like send you a message saying, um, Hey, you know, you can't advertise that. They just blanketly banned your account. So she was banned on Facebook. Her whole account was shut down. Um, so I've seen these kind of like blanket, uh, bans. I've experienced them myself. Um, and these are bands where like you literally can't do anything. There's no human to contact and it's all AI doing it. So there are some big problems with what social media is doing. Now let's talk about social media and their responsibility and should they be a private company? Should we as society, should they be regulated by like the government or something like that? Um, and, and those kind of issues. So First of all, I'm definitely not for more government regulation where it's not, I don't think it's needed. I believe there are instances and cases where we need the government to intervene in things to make things fair. Uh, to, to, for various reasons, government needs to intervene in stuff. For example, I don't believe that I should just be able to create some kind of concoction and say, hey, this cures X disease, everybody go drink it. Like there needs to be some government regulation in society, right? Like it should be illegal for me to just do that. And it is, and that's a good thing because who knows what kind of concoctions people will be coming up with. You hear about like the people selling snake oil in like the, you know, olden days or whatever, same kind of thing. So it's a good thing. We have some protection as consumers, right? Like th there needs to be some laws around that. And that that's a good thing. So I'm all for that. Um, and you know, so we get into this, should government be regulating these social media companies? And, and what are the social media companies doing, you know, it, doing anyway? Like, what are they doing that's causing that? So, you know, I explained this situation where we have this like problematic AI. The next problem is that there's no humans to actually contact. Most of these social media companies, like the size of Facebook, the size of Twitter, um, should have humans to deal with stuff because they're large enough, their market cap, their their profit, the money they're making is, is enough to pay like some teams of people so you have live people to talk to. Now, the big question is, should these companies have the power to censor? So my response to this, and, and you know, you might have watched The Social Network. When I watched The Social Network, nothing about that show was problematic to me and nothing about it was surprising to me. Uh, you know, I see as a programmer and someone who would own a company, like, I feel like that I, I wouldn't have changed. Like, I don't know what I would change when I watch that show. Like if I was the owner of one of those companies, I don't think that these companies created their, so I don't think any of these companies came up with the idea of, Hey, we're going to ruin society or, Hey, we're going to do all this evil stuff with our product. Right. When they came up with the idea from Facebook or Twitter, I, I don't think that's what they did. I think they were like, this is a cool idea. How do we use it? Um, and they ran with it and it got popular and blew up beyond what they knew. I mean, these are new industries that weren't around 20 years ago. So we're learning about the good and bad things. I mean, just like any good or bad thing, just like anything you can create, you know, you cre can cre create it for good, but it could be used for bad. 
then this is where these companies have gotten in take had some hot water gotten into trouble you know you've heard about what's been happening in politics with them censoring like the president or whoever and should they be doing this stuff should they have censored me when for my you know learn to code tweet so first of all they they I believe that there is some responsibility of these companies to do some censoring. Let me explain what I mean when I say that. Because as I said, like I was censored and I'm not happy about it. Like, so let me explain where I think there needs to be some censoring. So first of all, what happens? What's the great experiment that happens when the internet, let's say there was a social media network or a web page that you could just post whatever you wanted to. Well, this has happened numerous times since the internet was created. In fact, when the internet was first created, that's ex that's exactly what it was. There weren't images on the web and you couldn't really see or do much, but there were all these different chat rooms you could go into. And they were just anonymous and anyone could post anything and no one knew how it worked. There was no oversight. And sometimes you would find a group that was pretty cool. Um, but what happens is, as anonymous things occur, eventually it turns into crime and criminal activity and um, lots of bad things start to occur. Um, we've watched this time and time again uh, throughout the history of the internet. I could just start pulling up examples of websites that started out as anonymous chats and how they eventually had to be shut down because of all the criminal activity that was happening on them. So that's what happened. They, people cannot, we, we actually as a, as a society, not myself, but just people, can't be trusted to just have an anonymous website. We literally can't do it because we, someone will ruin it. Someone will start doing illegal activity. You'll have like terrorists or whoever doing bad stuff on there and they ruin it for everybody else. That's, that's what happens. It's like when you have like, I'll take like my kid's kindergarten class. Like, so Mike's son's in kindergarten. He's actually at school today. They're on a two day a week schedule where they go in two days a week. My son's in kindergarten today. If he, if I just said to his whole kindergarten class, you know what? You guys all play together really nicely. And we're just going to observe what happens. Well, him and his kindergarten class will play together nicely for about, 10 minutes, five minutes, maybe two minutes. And eventually someone's going to accidentally shove someone and it's going to turn into more shoving and someone's going to be crying. I would like to think that adults are better than that, but we're not. We are just like kids and we cannot be left alone because bad things will happen. <laughs> And there are just bad people out there in some cases too. So we cannot, we're not responsible enough to, to have this power. We just really are. We just are not responsible enough. So what's happened is that these companies like Twitter and Facebook have these AI bots running through because they could not, they could, no people could actually monitor like billions or trillions of, of messages, right? So they have these AI bots looking for certain things. And what they're looking for is kind of criminal activity. Um, but it, what I believe has happened is that the AI and bots aren't perfect and that we've maybe taken it to an extreme of banning too much. Um, and that's a problem, banning too much. And, you know, we're talking about banning political figures and stuff. I don't want to get into whether that's right or wrong. Um, 
but I do want to say that I, I also believe it's these companies' right to ban whoever they want to because they're a private company. And if that's if it's their website and someone's doing something that they don't agree with, that's like, especially like criminal type activity or slandering someone, um, I believe they have a right to shut that down. Absolutely. They can they they have a right to shut that down or stop that. Um, I'm not a big fan of them banning people per se. I'm a fan of them saying this post or this tweet is not appropriate. Here's what is appropriate, that kind of stuff. I, I would be all for that, like much more for that than all, all out banning of things. Um, I think these blanket bans are a terrible idea. But you have to remember, like, we want to say that there's this freedom of speech on the internet, but like, just as an example, if someone decided to start a Facebook page that was like, I hate Dr. Pastor and Dr. Pastor is, they just started calling me names. They started posting fake pictures about me, bad stories about me. You realize why someone can't do that, right? Because you can't, I could sue that person. Like, and I could probably even sue Facebook if they allowed that to happen. So as a company, they can't allow that to happen. And if, if imagine yourself owning a company and that was happening on your site, wouldn't you be like, oh shoot, we got to stop that because that's like a bad legal issue that we don't even want to be involved in. Why would a company want to be involved in that stuff? They absolutely do not. So this is why we have these, Facebook has no choice but to moderate. They, they literally have no choice but to moderate. They don't want to be in, involved in lawsuit after lawsuit because we can't be responsible people. It's much easier for them as a company to just have this AI bot that just, oh, you know what? You said this word, that's a ban kind of thing. It's much easier for them. And the other thing we have to remember is that it's our choice as consumers to just not use their site. We don't have to use it. No one's forcing us to use it. Heck, the only thing I post on Facebook is pictures of my kids, pictures of like, and I took a picture of two hawks that I saw outside yesterday and posted. I don't post political stuff on there. I don't, I don't, I could care less about anything political on Facebook. I wish I could stop posts that were about political stuff. I want to learn about like your family and friends and cool things that you're doing in life. That's it. That's what it's for for me, but it's for something different for everyone. But I do think these companies have a right. I think they have a responsibility to stop certain kinds of content. It's like if there was like a terrorist group operating out of Facebook, wouldn't you be like, hey, Facebook, why are you allowing this terrorist group to literally use your site to communicate, to do bad terrorist stuff? They can't do that. They would. I would expect them. I would, would want them to shut that down. And maybe they've gone too far because, you know, a terrorist group's a pretty extreme thing versus me saying learn to code. And so the sites have gone a little too far. And so they're going to have to pull back a little bit. I think it's going to be this constant struggle. There's no like perfect even line of where this stops and starts. So I think the companies are learning as we are, you know, how to how to navigate this space. And I just think that's what's going to happen. You know, I, I, there is the site Parler, which has been advertising that they're for free speech, but they are also monitoring stuff. They, they started to when during like, you know, when the whole presidential riot, capital riot happened in the United States, they were taking down posts um, about violent things because they realized like, oh, shoot, 
just as every site that has ever tried to be anonymous, what they realized is we actually can't be. It just does not work. And if assuming, let's say Parler gets bigger and bigger and more people keep using it and using it, guess what's going to happen? They're going to turn into what Facebook is. It's the nature of having a company. It's the nature of the system. It's the nature of anonymous media. It's what happens. This is what happens. And then let's come into the whole Reddit thing. So like we have Wall Street Bets. This guy was on Wall Street Bets right now telling people to buy GameStop stock. He wasn't, he was just posting his, his thoughts on why people should buy GameStop stock. And he's being reviewed by the SEC right now, being sued by companies for posting something on a social media website. So you do have to be careful what you say and do at all times. Remember, freedom of speech is freedom of persecution from the government. It's not freedom of consequence. Um, so we do have to be careful. Now, I also think as a society, we are too quick to want to punish very harshly for things people do and say. Um, you know, sometimes I think people do and say things by mistake. For example, imagine if when I posted my learn to code tweet on Twitter that I was, people came after me for that, even though I was, I, I didn't, I had no idea that there was this whole alt-right group using that. Like, how would I possibly know? I really don't watch the news too much. I try not to pay attention to too much about politics. I really like focus on my job and what I love and technology, security, um, gaming, esports. Like these are the things I'm following, investing. I don't follow, try to follow too much about who said what and what's, what you're supposed to say. I had no idea you weren't supposed to say learn to code right now. So I did say it and Twitter banned me for it. But imagine if like you said something that you really didn't realize was bad and like you lose your job or something. Like that's where I think we've gone overboard. I think there's a clear difference between people purposely saying bad things or doing bad things and people accidentally doing it. And I think that's a I think that's a pretty clear line that we need to. You know, people slip something's come out, they're just they don't know. Like I just don't think people know a lot of stuff. And it's hard to keep up with what you're supposed to do and say. Um so I think that there's a pretty big line there between people purposely doing harmful, spiteful things and people not. And I think we're going to, social media has a big problem that they, they have no choice but to edit this stuff. They can't just allow it to be free speech. It will turn into the biggest disaster ever. I mean, if you go on to the dark web, like if you use Tor browser and go on to the dark web and see all the bad stuff happening, man, you can literally buy people. It's just bad. Anything illegal, like just so much bad stuff when it's all anonymous. This is why it cannot be anonymous. This is the problem. Humans, us, myself, we just can't be trusted. That's it. Like we, we cause these issues and that's, that's the problem these social media companies are having is they don't know where to draw the line. It's so impossible. And they just, they have to run these AI bots because they don't have enough people to do it. But I do think that some of the things they could do is add more staff. I think that companies like Twitter and Facebook that are big enough to have more staff, more actual humans you can talk to when there is an issue. Like when they banned me from Twitter, there should have been a human that I could contact and they should have said, oh yeah, you know what? We're going to review your tweet and you know what? 
we see that you weren't part of this, you weren't tweeting what this alt-right group was whatsoever. And the other computer science professors that tweeted the same thing also weren't like, <laughs> you know. So I, you know, that context is very important there. Um, so I think that they need to hire more people. I think that's part of the solution. Um, I do think that we as consumers need to be more protected by, from these companies. So I do think there is some need for regulation. The regulation, I believe, is all about the way that they use our data. I, I realize when we sign up for the company, there's this huge like fine print thing that you're reading. I really think that those fine print things that you sign up for for an app, for a website, for anything in life, we got to get rid of the lawyer speak. Have the lawyer speak version if someone wants to see it, but have the plain human like thing like here's what here's what we're giving up these five bullet points by using this site like make it very clear for me and i don't think companies should be able to use and take my data and sell that data um without my permission and without paying me for it you know you want to use my data internally fine i get that but if you want to give my data to other companies there needs to be a law protecting us as a consumer against that kind of stuff so in, in that case, I'm all for that kind of regulation, I think would be very important. But as far as like saying that that Facebook should be responsible for what its users post, no, I, I, that, that, that's a, the site, there would be no such thing as any of these sites then. And the idea of a site like Facebook or Twitter or LinkedIn, I use all of these for good and good reasons. Facebook, I'm keeping in touch with family and friends that I would never be able to do. It would be 100% impossible without it. That's the only thing I use it for. Twitter, I keep track of professional stuff and get some news that way. LinkedIn, I keep track of colleagues, peers, and what's happening in the field. And I use it to post that kind of stuff. Um, Reddit, I use for a lot of information. Um, I love reading like all the investing stuff and just, it's a great way to organize like forums and discussions, even though I realize it's a younger user base than what I am probably. It's still a great site for that kind of stuff. And, and I would hate to see the, those sites go away because I get so much good out of them. We just have to, as a society, realize that there is some bad with them and we have to navigate around it. And if you don't want to be a part of it, you know what? It's your choice not to use them. And you can find a site that's 100% anonymous and it's eventually going to be the same thing as Facebook is. Now, the only way around that is if there, let's say there were an open source version run by the community. For example, we have, you know, Firefox and Tor, which are open source, help you be more anonymous and stuff like that, like Tor does. But a site like Facebook will never be able to be open source like that because there's there has to be an income because there is so much work. I mean, it's such a big company to run something that large that it would just never work. I can't see how something like that would work open source. I just don't see how it's physically possible. It's it's you need a you couldn't just have a community. It would fall apart in a second. We've tried it before. We've had those communities. And I mean, just as an example, there was this, there was this community, um, let's see, I can't re even remember the name of it, but it was for colleges to literally, for college students to literally post anything about your college or university 
anonymously in a channel. And it would like say your college's name. Now I found this, I was a doctoral student at Penn State and I found this site about Penn State and you could see, and it was obviously all undergrads. I could see posting stuff. Sometimes there would be like something helpful in there and you would have to read through it. But eventually what happened to the site? What happened to the site is people started posting embarrassing, hurtful things about people. Inappropriate pictures, inappropriate rumors, about different people on campus that everyone knew and boom, site gets shut down because you can't do that stuff. That's it. People will ruin any good thing like that. They just will. So that's the problem with this idea of free speech online is that we can't have it because we're going to ruin it. Sounds really great, but people will destroy it. We will, we will ruin everything. Time and time again, we continuously do it. So those are my thoughts on free speech on the internet. I think I'm all about protecting our data, protecting our identities. Um, I'm all about these companies having better AI, having actual people reviewing stuff. Um, but I also understand why they have to shut down language that's hurtful, um, things that are violent or criminal. I completely agree with them shutting that stuff down. Do I think they maybe went over this line and they need to pull it back a little bit? Probably. Um, you know, we're at this point where, you know, me saying learn to code on Twitter was, was hurtful to people. And that's a little, that wasn't my intention. And I was doing, trying to do something good with that, with that saying. So I think we need to, we need to really analyze like, what is what is right and what is not and also not just blanketly ban someone from something because they made a mistake and said something that they didn't realize was going to be hurtful to someone else you know we need to educate that person and learn why maybe i shouldn't be using that hashtag even though i still think i should be because that whole thing i don't think many people even knew what was going on with that so um but we need to you know educate people and allow people to say oh yeah i totally didn't mean it like that i, I had no idea you know, and I think that's a very acceptable response from someone. I don't, you know, I think we need to, we need to really realize that and, uh, you know, try to use these sites for good and, you know, be responsible and teach our kids about how to use them responsibly. Um, and I think we'll be much better off. So those are my thoughts on it. You know, if anyone has any comments about it, please make them, make them in the chat, post a comment on the video and I'll, I'll try to respond to it. Um, you know, I am a big proponent of people being able to do stuff on the internet. I'm, I'm very disappointed in, in, uh, you know, someone said the, the problem is people spend too much time on it. You know what? People, people are free to spend, they can spend their time on whatever they would like to. I, I agree that, that there are limits to everything in life, that people spend too much time exercising, too much time obsessing over something, whatever it is. And social media is just another thing that people can spend too much time on. I completely agree. And I think we just need to teach people about using this stuff responsibly. Because just like running or exercising, social media is another thing that we can do too much and we need to realize like how much should i be doing this what is a responsible amount of time um, is this affecting my life is this affecting my emotions is this affecting like what are those things that make something addicting like is this affecting your family life like all that stuff and if it is then yeah you need to pull back a little bit but it's just another thing there's and there's always going to be the next thing that's addictive or that we're interested in so it's more about like learning 
how humans can control that addictive behavior versus what it actually is. You know, it's always going to be something. I mean, there's always going to be something. I mean, I, I check social media probably, I'd say at least 20 to 30 times a day. So that's probably two times an hour is about what I check it. Maybe, actually, maybe less than that. I probably make up for it at certain times. Like at night, I probably check it like five times an hour versus like during the workday, maybe once or less an hour. So it all depends. But I don't let it affect my work. That's my break to see like, oh, what's what are my friends and family up to? Or what's going on in on Twitter? Like I'm actually learning from LinkedIn from checking it. So, you know, there is a lot of good that can come out of it as long as we learn to use it that way. I don't I don't see too much of an issue with it. And I think the the movie The Social was a social dilemma was probably a wake up call for a lot of people. They didn't realize all that stuff, but you know that was all stuff that I take for granted that I just assume everyone knows. And my wife had to remind me like not everyone's into tech. They don't all understand all that stuff. And you know I'm I'm very cautious about how I use those sites and what I post on them and what I do. Um, and I'll teach my kids who are all under ten. None of the None of them are on any of those sites, how to actually use it um, when they're ready to. But yeah, I don't think the sites are all bad. I really don't think the developers and the people who are making them are, are bad people out to get anyone. Um, I really don't think that they are, they set these, they created these technologies to ruin society. I mean, we are the experiment. They didn't know it was going to happen. None of us do. We don't know where these sites are going to end up in five years. I mean, one site can destroy and take out Facebook forever or Twitter. It's like Bill Gates used to say, like there is a 14 year old out there somewhere that's going to uh, uh, take over Windows and create something better. Like same thing's going to happen to these social media companies. And yeah, it's just it's I mean, it's a company like they're they're trying to figure out how to make a free product and make money and not be sued. I mean, it's, it's really not that more complicated than that. You don't like the product, don't use it. Don't say wacky stuff on there and you won't have to worry about getting banned. Like, you know, we talk about like, we're censoring people and you, you can't censor celebrities and political candidates. I mean, a company like Facebook can say, we don't want you posting here, but those people can go on TV or anywhere and say what they want. And the other thing is we also have to remember those people get away with a lot of stuff like we wouldn't. Like my ban on learn to code, if I was like a celebrity or a, an athlete, like superstar athlete or political figure, that tweet would have never been banned. So you're treated unfairly as like the common folk here. Like we're treated unfairly compared to all these celebrities. So it's funny when they complain about like censorship and this and that. The stuff they get away with that we never could on these Social media sites is like ridiculous. So when I hear them complain about like the censorship they're getting on the site, I'm like, dude, no one could have potentially posted the stuff that you ever do and uh, gotten away with it. Like that just, I mean, I was literally banned for a week for posting the hashtag learn to code because I was talking about seven year olds learning the program at a summer camp. No way an, an athlete would have been banned for that or whoever. You know, it's also why these people were first in line to get the vaccine while they, you know, you hear about these like sports teams able to have like tons of tests when no one else in the country could get them, like all that stuff. Like, 
I swear some of them just live in a different universe than the rest of us <laughs> who are, who don't have those luxuries and are, you know, struggling to work. And that's the other thing. Like I, I don't have time to check it during the day, all the social media stuff. Cause I'm working, I'm doing stuff. I took a work break today to create a video. Like, you know, that that's, that's my break trying to do more stuff. So anyway, that's everything guys. There's nothing else to say about the topic. I mean, these companies have no choice. They don't want to get sued. We as humans are not responsible enough for ourselves and stuff we do. We just can't be trusted. We're a group of kindergartners. I'm convinced. <laughs> I watch my, th I have three boys and I watch them. If I tell my three boys to like sit still for a minute, it doesn't happen. It's the same thing with us. If we have anonymous internet, like we just can't be trusted to do good stuff. Even if we don't, mean to and we're not like purposely doing illegal things like we just can't be kind and good i mean go look at like a forum like on one of the news sites all the back and forth and yelling and name calling it's like oh my goodness these are adults saying all this stuff like what are we teaching kids who are going to go on this and read it like it's it's craziness to think about sometimes so uh you know, I don't blame these companies for necessarily what they do. I like put myself in their position as like CEO of one of these companies and say like, shoot, I don't want to be sued. Um, we can't have people like being slandered on this site. We can't like, man, it's like a whole headache that they definitely didn't think of when they started these sites. <laughs> I can say that for sure. So like, you know, you put yourself in their place and say like, what would I do differently? And you also have to, it's like, it's very simple to say, I would just let everyone say what they want, but now you can't do that because then your company's going to get shut down. So like, where do you, what line are you going to create? So that's everything. Um, I'm going to go because I actually need to get back to work. I hear in like my email, like you probably heard like those buzzes. Every time I hear one of those buzzes, that's like somebody sending me a message I need to respond to. So um I got to get back to work and I hope everyone has a great day and a good weekend and all that good stuff and uh, use social media wisely um, and have fun with it. Remember, this is entertainment or news or whatever. Don't get emotionally attached, all that good stuff. And uh, later, everybody.